Welcome back to Morgan Genomics, everyone, and I hope everyone is doing well and uh, enjoying the great weather that uh, I'm seeing across Canada. Except today I saw from uh, my family and friends in Calgary that I got another dump of snow, so that's crazy. Enjoy the snow then. Uh, today I'm going to talk about probationary periods and how they affect mortgage qualification. But uh, before I do that, I'll just share with you what I've been up to this week, like what's on my mind, all that good stuff. Um, I've been following the the whole fintech revolution thing. Um, that's literally like unfolding right before our eyes, like a lot of things are right now um, in the midst of this uh, pandemic. And if you haven't heard the term fintech, or maybe maybe you have but haven't bothered looking into it further, it's an abbreviation for financial technology, particularly the innovation of technology um, in financial systems around the world. So this innovation has already been in play, I'd say, you know, probably the past decade at least uh, in, in whatever primitive forms or in some cases a uh, very high level, but it's ramping up big time. And... Um, you know, so a lot of things are, are happening on the fly here that people really are just internalizing and, and, you know, there's not much fanfare being made of this stuff. Like, um, you know, when you really think about it, what a very, very unique time in history that we're never going to forget. Um, you know, to have the, I don't know, a, like ability, <laughs> like if you're the government, it's stupid scary actually to have this much ability but the ability to isolate an entire population and constantly and in many ways selectively control and operate the functionality of that same population okay so i'm i'm not doing crazy talk here like this is just how it is that, that that's what's going on and and whatever i'm not i'm not going to go in different tangent here and talk about other stuff I'll leave that to the internet and, and all that. Um, it's like a live, real-time lab that is in progress. And as things are unfolding and happening, the, uh, I'll call them the controllers, you know, like the, the governments, you know, which this, this part scares the crap out of me. The banks, that this also scares the crap out of me. Um, but all like the other controllers, like business owners, the educators, the fixers, the builders, really like a controller can be anyone that is part of the economic system. And, um, you know, the, the ecosystem that we all work in that is l like observing the current environment and analyzing how they can become more efficient and, and yeah, profitable from it. You know, I don't, I don't mean to profit from unfortunate um, circumstances and all that. I mean, going forward. So, like, I mean, it, it is. It's a live, real-time lab that is in progress. And if, if you are in a, you know, a business owner or, or anyone, you own a lemonade stand, whatever, and you're in this environment, you are collecting data of what's going on, you're analyzing it, you're formulating new conclusions, you're building new metrics, and then you're quickly deploying new innovations, 
or new consumer habits, whatever it is that you do for a living, or it's either your business or your employer, they're forecasting new outcomes now as a result. And I think we're at that stage for the next couple of years where, you know, how we do things will radically change, of course. And, you know, for some things, it may be significant and quick changes, you know, to adapt. For other things, it it might be a little more subtle and gradual. And then there's the, uh, you know, out of left field changes uh, that who knows, maybe the, the biggest game changer will be out of left field that we don't even see right now. So as down and out as things may feel today, I, I got to say, like, I'm super intrigued to see how things play out from here. The, I always have been from maybe not day one, but a couple of months in, I'm like, wow, this is crazy, crazy SHIT stuff that's going on here, right? So from a societal and technological standpoint, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see where where we land. And by no means am I downplaying the hardship that many may be experiencing at this time as a result of this insanity, this madness. So, and if you're one of them, I wish you well. Um, we're all going to look back one day and say, yeah, 2020, that's when everything changed. Um, anyhow, the whole fintech thing, it's already unfolded in my personal business. Uh, I have an amazing app that enables soon-to-be homeowners to essentially pre-qualify themselves for a mortgage, kind of. Okay, so it basically walks the end user, the fancy name, end user, so the, the would-be mortgage, potential mortgage person, walks the end user through the qualification um, on the app with a set of, uh, you know, like smart programmed questions then when completed, it generates a pre-approval certificate to you. And at the same time, it simultaneously notifies my office to validate the certificate. And um, I love it. Like, it's amazing. It's efficient for the customer. It's efficient for me. Um, you know, this is fintech at work in, in my business. And I'm sure... You may have uh, examples of it in your business. If it's not financial technology, it's some other form of technology. Um, so if you're in the process right now of either wanting to get pre-approved or refinancing your current mortgage or renewing it, don't be shy. Reach out to me via text or email or whatever. Um, we'll probably text because then I can reply back to you with the link to the app right from your phone. And then you could uh, you can open it up and, and give it a try. But yeah, give it a try. Like it's uh, it's amazing. You'll you'll it's super easy to do, and uh, you can generate yourself a pre pre approval certificate. And um, moments later, it will be validated by my office, and you'll be ready to go. Uh, and it's also loaded with other very useful resources as well. So um, it's got everything in there: closing costs, uh, expenses, details, what to expect when you're you're rounding out your purchase transaction. Uh, every jurisdiction across Canada and all the land transfer tax details, interest rates. It's got a live interest rate um, kind of market built into it. So you can like check out what the going rates are for one year, two year, three year, four or five, everything. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, other things to look forward to this week. Um, and by the way, text me 
if you want that app, 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. Um, other things to look forward to this week, remember those things called uh, federal budgets? Yeah, you know, when the government tells you how much they spend and uh, what else they have plans to spend on. We haven't had one of those in two years, which is like, that should blow people's minds. But anyhow, it's considering the circumstances that that may be somewhat understandable. But one's coming uh, tomorrow, and tomorrow is uh, Monday, April the 19th. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what is in that, uh, what may pertain to the housing market or the finance world, uh, if anything at all. And then also this week, Wednesday, April 21st, it's the Bank of Canada Policy Interest Rate Announcement. This is uh, will primarily be of interest to variable rate mortgage holders. But then again, it's kind of pointless even having these scheduled announcements anymore since they have basically guaranteed that they won't change rates until 2023. But nonetheless, um, that's coming Wednesday, April 21st. And uh, finally, the big one, my birthday. We'll round out the week on Friday, April the 23rd. And here's what I ask for my birthday. Please, instead of sending me expensive bottles of scotch and extravagant gift cards, just please leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. That would be amazing. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, Okay, enough small talk. Let's begin and discuss this week's newsletter titled, Are Employment Probationary Periods Deal Killers? Are you at the stage where you're wondering if now is the time for you to make your next move? Maybe you've never owned a home before, or perhaps you own one now but have outgrown it. Or maybe you have some debt that you'd like to roll into your mortgage. Whatever the case may be, maybe you want some answers, but you're not quite ready to commit to the next steps of getting approved. And don't worry, I totally get it. Maybe you just want to work through some numbers on your own time and not feel pressured to do anything. And if that's the case, text me at 604-800-9593 and I'll reply with my mobile app, which is truly amazing. It's loaded with a bunch of thoughtful calculators that allow you the freedom to work out all of your what-if scenarios. It includes everything you need to estimate your home ownership costs like mortgage qualification scenarios, self-inputted pre-approval certification, access to market rates, stress test qualification calculators, land transfer tax calculators, closing cost explanations, and much more. The perfect tool for someone who's on the fence about moving ahead or staying put. So don't be shy. Go ahead and text me the words Marco's app and I will simply reply with a direct link to the app and we'll leave it at that. No strings attached. Call or text me at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. And now, back to the episode. When it comes to income verification for a mortgage, a recent pay stub and an employment letter will typically do the trick, even if you're a new hire and just have one full pay cycle under your belt. However, things could get a little dicey if you are currently in a period of probation with your new employer. The most common workaround for an applicant who is in the midst of a probationary period is to coordinate the completion date of your purchase with the expiry date of the probationary period. Um, A lender will proceed with the approval and condition for an updated employment letter and or a recent pay stub to verify that the probationary period is no longer in effect. So this happens most of the times. However, lender guidelines generally dictate that probationary periods must pass in their entirety 
prior to the completion of the mortgage. But in many instances, a lender will overlook a probationary period, provided that a good case can be made. And uh, here are some real-life exceptions that I've, I've personally been granted on several files that I've worked on. Uh, probationary period waived when applicant has left one employer for another, but maintained the same job type. For example, say you worked with company X for a couple of years as a software engineer, then left company left for company Y in the same role as a software engineer. Um, most lenders will outright overlook this probationary period and they'll they'll waive it. Okay, uh, probationary period waived when a previously self-employed applicant switches over to become a full-time employee. So you're going from self-employed to full-time employee. As long as the applicant switched over to an employer that is directly related to the work they were doing when they were self-employed. Um, in these cases, lenders will generally overlook the probationary period. Not in all cases, but in, in some cases. So, for example, let's say I, I used to see this a lot in Calgary when I did applications. An engineer that is independently contracted um, to an oil company and uh, the, you know they're yeah they're an independent contractor so they're self-employed but then the year after they ended up transforming over to the payroll of that company they became a full-time employee so in cases like that the lender would be like okay well you've been an engineer you've been servicing this co- uh, this company for many years self-employed and now you're going on their payroll no big deal or for that matter you can actually go to another oil and gas company. Um, those are cases where where you will get uh, you will get an exception as well. Probationary period waived if you are a teacher that transfers from one education board or jurisdiction to another. Um, also, we see exceptions here. And, and also under this umbrella would be registered nurses. Um, they, would, they would fall into this category as well. Probationary periods are not the end of the world. Um, I wish I could say this about all other mortgage qualification guidelines. But lenders are generally flexible when it comes to probationary periods. So that, that's a good thing. Uh, so as long as your new employment is supported with reasonable tenure, you know, from a prior and related employment stint, um, you should at the very least be eligible for strong consideration to have a, a lender overlook or waive the probationary period condition uh, for your income verification. All right. Okay, so that's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta, as I am licensed to service in these specific provinces. And especially if you're from Vancouver or Calgary, uh, my two hometowns, as I'm very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. Or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning into Mortgage Economics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.